Hello everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we play games with pens, paper, dice, and our imagination. Thanks for joining us. Everyone, welcome back. It's, it's, it's Nerdy People. There's dungeons and dragons and wolves and stuff, and it's great. Um, welcome back to our playthrough no. of the Margrave. No um, bears. No, no bears. Not, not since Grizz <laughs> left. Mm -mm. Oh, too soon. Way too soon. Um, everyone joining me are four wonderful, lovely people that I have the privilege of, of playing with tonight. Um, Heath, how are you oh. and who are you playing? I'm good. I'm playing Huddleford. Huddleford is an arena uh, hedge hobbit druid, uh, and his pronoun is he, him. Excellent. Tina, who are you playing? Hello, I am Tina, and I am playing Pater. Her pronouns are she, her. Excellent. Um, Anthony, who are you playing? I am playing Hunan, who's a Ravenfolk bard. Our pronouns are he, him. Excellent. And Dan. Hello, I am playing Chirk, the piney ranger, whose pronouns are they, them. Excellent. And uh, I am Josh. I am everyone else. Um, okay, so the last week we left uh, Chirk, Huddleford, and Pater in combat with a bunch of wags, and that was fun. Um, we're going to cut back to Hunan for a second, who was very, very intently querying Mother Mulvor. Yeah. So I would basically uh, recount the dream that I had uh, to to Mother Marvel, uh, and obviously the story that I heard uh, while collecting payment for the honey uh, and requesting more detail. I, I want to know what's what's this connection between the Fae and the Ravens? If I recall, uh, the, the story that Tyrells had told you, a raven flies into a Fae celebration and then flies out, that's that correct. is how we remember it now, that there was a raven. And yes, it did join the court of the Fae for some time. And they grew bored because they're the Fae and they grow bored with everything. So what and, happened to the crow? Or to the raven? Well, we're not sure. Hmm. Because we depending on which of us you ask. The raven either managed to come back, or it didn't. But it became something. Something weird and in between. It, it, it became something that remembered its time with the Fae. And it stopped really being a raven, and became something very, very, very different. It sort of reminds me of the the giant raven that I met in the while we were uh, trying to get to the the camp. How big was so, it? It was bigger than me. You'll know if you meet the unkindness. 
the unkindness. Yes. It's called the unkindness. Is it within the Margrave? It is wherever it is. There are many things in the Margrave. I've never heard of it outside of the Margrave, but it wouldn't surprise me. Okay. Mm. And back to Chirk at the top of initiative. Cool. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, no, surprise! Um, <laughs> it's not how surprise attacks are supposed to work. Um, okay. Chirk is going to... If, because the the lead wag attacked me last time, if it attacks Chirk, they'll have Chirk will have. Um, sorry, um, other way around. If Chirk moves away, will provoke an opportunity attack. Yes. Right. Um, in that case, what will happen? Is I will. Uh, my morals are doing battle with. Yep. No, I if will you wish attack. To give me... Okay. No, no, go on. I was going to say, if you wish to give like an inside or animal handling role, um, to try and make like a guess at the animal's probable next behavior. Ooh. Or its general demeanor. You, you can do that as a bonus I, action. I feel like I'm well across its general demeanor at this point. Um, yeah, it doesn't like you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm balancing up uh, Peter's request for me to just go because she's got this and me wanting to protect her because I don't quite understand what's happening but also I've just been attacked quite heavily and I think I will actually, having just thought that through all out loud, I will withdraw. Um, I will disengage as my action and then move back to a stand next to Huddleford. Okay. Um, the lead wog comes at you again. Oh. Is it his turn? Uh, does a 13 hit you? Um, is it? Oh, sorry, 15, the Huddleford... 15, sorry. No, it wasn't I'm just checked... There was the beat as well. Does... I'm just checking why is it attacking me? Uh, because you left its space. I disengaged as my action. Oh, gosh, sorry. Sorry, Josh is an idiot. No, no, that's fine. Okay, cool. Huddleford? Hello. How damaged is Chirk? Chirk is one third damaged, as in down to one third of hit points. Okay. Huddleford will um, wave his fancy stick and then his eyes kind of glaze over and he blows smoke on Chirk and touches Chirk. Four, seven points of cure wounds. Ah, 
Chirk is breathing in that smoke uh, incredibly gratefully. And then um, Huddleford, as a bonus action, will... I do want to point out, um, Lila is jumping up and down, screaming, why aren't you helping her? I thought Lila ran away. Sorry. Yeah, no, so she ran away a little bit. Like, she's over here. She's like, yay. See? Where? Where? I thought um, it was Vanya. No, Vanya That's... didn't come, and I don't have a little girl counter, so I just used the kobold counter. Same thing. Oh. Can I use a cantrip to send a message to her? In your turn, yes. Oh, okay. I will turn into a, a dire wolf on my turn. Okay. Uh, no, actually, no, I won't. I will, um, I will, I won't do anything with my bonus action. I'm going to stand. That's it. Thank you. Okay. Um, the alpha is now squaring at you, Pater, and it, it, it is, it is resumed that growling talk. Last chance. Leave or we'll tear you to shreds. Stay out of our forest. Stay away from Chavanya. And the other wags, they're not savaging you at this point. They are holding their action and waiting to see what you do. I, on my turn, mm -hmm. so I think it is my turn now, yes. I am going to reach out and I'm going to cast sh cast Shocking Grasp on okay. the alpha one. I'm basically mm -hmm. just going to grab it by like the scruff of his neck and I'm going to cast Shocking Grasp. Okay. Um, let's see... Work. 16 it's here nice and as a bonus action from that let's see so i have to roll sorry it's okay okay so he takes 1d8 of damage and I'm going to do a bonus action. And that bonus action is going to be Puff of Smoke. Ooh, okay. He has to roll something, doesn't he? He has to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. And he does not succeed. So, he is blind until I start Excellent. my next turn. Excellent. Um, so any cre so this is any creatures within range so it's actually all three of them well done. one creature it says oh yeah you're right i want to blind him i don't think the other ones are i think no. the other ones would run away if they had any sense so they're yeah. still poisoned anyway the other ones yeah so you reach out with a um with energy crackling off your hand and electricity just engulfs him spraying all over him sparks leap out and with your next movement like you know he is extremely shocked and 
he goes to snap at you when a shadowy darkness in the form of mist wraps itself around his eyes completely. He attempts to, like, you know, to take a bite at you, because that was his held action. And... Tina, give me... Say high or low. Uh, low. No. So, if you'd got low, he would have bitten the wolf next to him. But no. In, in this case, he simply... He, he just cannot strike you, and he starts to yelp. Can can uh, Pater get up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can always get up in, in, in your movement. That's fine. So she's gonna she's gonna stand up and she's gonna go suck it. <laughs> okay. The other two wags are going to attempt to strike you as well. Now, if I recall, they are a disadvantage. So I'm going to assume. So Tina, give me another high or low. Uh, high. Excellent. You you watch in somewhat amusement as one of the wags seeing their alpha is temporarily, you know, just not doing well. In its panic, it bites its companion and does... Oof. Enough. Um, it's, it's simply just... It was going for you at the time. Seeing the confusion its alpha was in, it leapt and its jaws simply wrapped, tore into its companion and put the poor poison beast down. And we come back to Chirk's round. Um, Chirk is feeling like uh, Peter maybe has this more under control, but is still thoroughly confused by this whole thing. Um, so we'll we'll go over to the apparently present Layla and just fill her in with their reasons for withdrawing, at least that it was that it was her request, and that she now appears to have things under control. Well, it's time for a quick PowerPoint. Hey, Chirk. <laughs> Lila does not seem somewhat receptive to a PowerPoint presentation and is simply like, Star Wars. Look, what are you look, doing? They are, are not totally heartless. Just because they can't excitedly tell an epic, dramatic action story doesn't mean they are not without heart and able to empathize and emote and support a child. Okay? okay? okay. It, was okay. A it was a callback from my perspective. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Huddleford? Hi. Uh... I would like to cast Frostbite on the Alpha, please. Okay. Do I... <clears throat> Constitution oh, saving I for a DC okay. 13. 11. That's probably enough. You take three so, yeah, cold yeah, damage and have, and have disadvantage on your next weapon attack. Oh, okay. I don't know if natural weapons count as weapons. It, I would say it does. Okay. I mean, it is still... Is it still blinded? It, oh, no. Yeah, it would be, actually. Yes. Okay. That's cold um, and blinded. Tell it, um, Anthony, can you give me higher or low? Uh, low. Thank you. Okay. Excellent. You all watch as the not-alpha wolf 
seeing the state the alpha is in and seeing that this is not going well does what an animal would do and it leaves. It simply takes off into the woods after its companion. Um, the alpha, on the other hand, it's going to take one last lunging attack at you, Peter. And 15 meets, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, excellent. Okay. And even though it was going with disadvantage and whatnot, it still manages to do seven hit points of damage. Can you give me a strength saving roll, please? No. So it has torn at your leg and has bore you to the ground once again. And now it feels it knows where you are. And so it is now renewed in its confidence. Peter, it's your turn. I scream bloody murder. Um, yes, I imagine most of us would. Set hurts a little. Yeah. Um, let's see. As I... Let's see. What am I going to do this time? I'm going to cast Claws of Darkness. Excellent. Ooh. And let's see. So it looks as though that just gets cast on him. I don't know that he can save from it. So 1d10 of cold damage is what you he gets. You make a melee spell attack. Yep. So roll, roll me a um, like your usual d20. Use your charisma. Mm-hmm. And we'll go from there. Okay. Oof, yes. You, you got him. So give me a d10. Sorry, with the 17, you got him. <sighs> so I reach out 10 feet and I hit him. I want to get him right like in the guts. I want to kill him. <laughs> okay. Because I feel um, like if I don't kill him, he will just keep coming at me. The long shards of darkness forming from your hands punch deeply into the wolf's belly, tearing out at something, you know, a, a lot of very, very important things, but he is not quite yet dead. Uh, and unfortunately, the darkness shifts from his eyes. And he can see you before him. Are you sitting? Are you still prone, or are you standing up now? I'm standing up. Excellent. Uh, Chuck. Uh, seeing this continue on longer than expected, and given the scream of bloody murder that happened, Chuck will. How far away is Chuck? Um, what's the range on that weapon? No, that's good. Um, Chirk will, uh, with advantage, following the Margrave's will invoked at the start of the encounter, um, just loose a crossbow. So that's a 21. Excellent. The crossbow bolt, um, I mean, with, with, uh, Pader's, like, 
insane manic dancing, the crossbow bolt simply moves past her hip, perfectly in sync with her movements, and punches directly into the alpha's shoulder. For six piercing damage. For six piercing damage, it is still standing. By not by very much. This thing has been shocked, it's been stabbed with darkness, it's been stabbed with a crossbow bolt. Um, a lot has happened to it, but it's and, and it's been made very, very chilly as well. Um, Heath, can you give me a high or low, please? Hi. Ooh, ten. Kind of a low, but... Uh, what, what does Huddleford wish to do at this point? Um, Huddleford will cast Frostbite again. Okay. I'll roll the dice. DC 13. Yep. Another failure. So he takes another five. And has disadvantage on next turn. Excellent. At this point, it takes off. It's decided it, it, this is not worth dying for. Uh, Peter, you do have an attack of, a, of um, opportunity, if you wish. And I am going to take it. I am I going to pull do. out my quarterstaff, and I'm going to try to bash it in the head. Um, you can use your Claws of Darkness still. It's concentration. Oh. It, it lasts. Then I will do that. I want to kind of okay. grab onto its back. I basically want to jump on it so that okay. it cannot get away. Okay. It doesn't get a, get, get to get away. <laughs> There's no way. All right. I, I need a d20 roll. Okay. Yes, of course. Sorry. That's part of... I mean, I, I like the it? flavor. It, it's very good. Mm. But at some point, we, we do need to roll dice. You do actually have to play and roll dice. There we go. Yeah. What, what is your... um? What what numbers do you add to that? Um, Charisma and I proficiency. Would... Spell attack bonus. Yep. My spell attack is four, so 16. Excellent. You hit. Give me a d10. And you get a d10. There's two Huddlefords on the map. When did that happen? There's oh, three Huddlefords on my map. <laughs> I know what it is. I accidentally... Yeah, that's Josh's fault. Anyways, wonderful. So with eight shadow damage, or cold damage or whatever, the last thing this creature feels as it turns to flee is ten... Pierce, ten digits of absolute darkness and cold piercing through its hide and skewering its heart. Good. It slumps to the ground, just like blood coughing from its mouth, and the last thing you hear it say is, Cheravanya. And we're out of initiative. I'm just going to... Pater is just going to collapse on the ground for a second, just exhausted. Excellent. What, what condition point, is she in, in terms of health? She has less than half her health. I'll do a cure wounds at uh, second level. Excellent. At this point, Pater, 16 health. up to you. Thank you very much. So he does the same little dance and blows smoke around you and... She just breathes it in, and she looks at you and says, thank you. As the smoke clears around you, Peter, Lila looks you in the eyes, and with that same dark, deep voice she said she used before to tell you, she simply says, the path will find you. It will take you to him. 
The Margrave knows your path. Walk into the Margrave, child. And then she's back to herself. And I look at Huddleford and I said, say, do you, did you hear that? <laughs> Please tell yeah. me you heard that. Uh-huh, that was weird. Okay. Did I mention what she's fake touched? Oh, you just said a bunch of creepy stuff. You like oh. eyes rolled back and you were like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> she should looks <laughs> like, no, I didn't. Yeah, you certainly you did. definitely Look, I'll, did. I'll you have now told me twice I'm going to get murdered, basically. <laughs> oh. Well, okay. And, and then she just starts skipping home. Wait, that... don't you need some herbs? Yeah, I got them. Right. She's holding up a little basket. Great. <laughs> it's wolfsbane. Lovely. Appropriate. Yeah, it's supposed to keep wolves away. Didn't do much. Thank you, though. No, maybe this maybe this batch is no good, but I'll ask Mother Morphle. And, and she just turns and starts skipping. You have to get you. Back you you look hurt. You should definitely see her when you get back into town. Well, Huddleford did very good work curing me. I think I'll be okay. And I'll I just think Huddleford's funny. He is very funny. He's very cute. He I like him too. He kind of giggles and blushes. Okay. Um, while y'all walk back to town, we come back to Hunan. Hunan, does um, do you have any further questions for Mother Mulvor, or what would you like to do? Um. Not much. I would primarily just get the full details of the story. I'd record that down uh, in a journal that I have that just collects all the all the tales that I've ever been told, uh, just so I can recite them at various events and parties and uh, functions if I ever get to attend them ever again. Gathering <laughs> uh, soirees. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, it's mostly tavern and uh, pub. Uh, Pub type, you know, events, smaller, smaller scale, you know, uh, sessions. Um, I would probably, uh, I would definitely check in and see how our um, our rescued uh, person is doing. Um, considering the last time we saw her, she had literally passed out from exhaustion. Uh, I just want to make sure that she's probably okay. Yeah. I mean, Mother Malvor has tended to her and uh, taken her back to her hut with the help of some of the villagers. Um, and as far as you can tell, Terrell's is fine. Va Vanya is just like, you know, sitting around smoking like a little cigarette. I, I don't know why she's so excited. Yeah. If he's still there. Hmm. Actually, what are you doing still here? I thought Where you... Else would I go? I, I don't mean, know. At some point, Where... I will Where... have to go home. Back to Zorba and, is... and explain this. And where is home for you? Zoybek. I'm from Zoybek. Which is in relation to where we are? 
Well, he pulls out a little map. And uh, you can see that it does actually have, like, some, like, areas marked out. And you can see that Zoybek would be quite a lengthy journey to the west. Okay. Hmm. That is a fair bit of travel. Yeah. Would what brought you all the way out here? Well, I am a merchant. Are there I... not people to buy and sell your wares back home? Well, partially. We have many reasons. I mean, you know, the, the trade has been going all right, but also there are things in the Margrave we can buy. Is and... there any... Well, wait, to buy in the Margrave? You didn't think this was only village, yes? Okay, so there's other villages within the Margrave. Yeah, a few, if you know where to look. Hmm. But also, I am a representative Zoybeck's magic college. There was a... They've been looking for expedition, went missing, long time ago. Have you been in Margrave a lot? I've, I've been in a couple of times now. Oh. Would you happen to have seen maybe men or, 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 or like, kind of men, but made of, like, metal? Ah, uh, yes, we were traveling with one not too long ago. Uh, unfortunately, he... Ah... Current status unknown. Oh. If you could verify he's dead, that would be great. I could give my uncle letter and he would be giving me 20 gold pieces. We had a bet. Oh, what was the bet for? I bet that they were all dead. Or at least most of them were dead. But if you can prove only one is dead, I can maybe make argument and, and get some money. Business is business. Uh, at this point, I'm going to say that the the other members are now returning. But you you can oh, human yeah. can can say the thing. I would I would definitely be I would definitely be suspicious that it's taken them this long to come back. Well, it's not so much that it took us long time to come back. It is finding them. Margrave is a big place. Uh, uh, you said you had a map. A map would be handy if we were to go back in again. Yes, I'm sure it would be, but it will also be very handy in getting me home. So, no. What are your drawing skills like? Not very good. <laughs> I am more doing the medicine, not so much the drawing. You want drawing? Well... But I think I could probably take it to Zoebeck at some point. I mean, you are big, strong adventurers, and I am little man. Well, little kobold. Perhaps at some point I could hire you to get me back home? I would need to speak to the rest of my party. But... Alright, makes sense. I, however, am going to go find somewhere to drink, eat, and maybe sleep. Good night, my friend. And, 
I am feeling and tired. I will go, and I will go and try and find the rest of the party. Excellent. You see them emerging from the woods, um, you know, up, <coughs> up here where, where it says footpath. And yeah. you can see that Chirk and Pater have clearly been through some kind of conflict. Lila, on the other hand, is skipping ahead merrily. Hunan, have you seen Grizz? No, last I saw him, he <laughs> dived off a uh, off the boardwalk at the the place you burnt down. Yeah, I know, but we we were hoping he would find his way back here. He hasn't returned. Hmm. I'm sure he's okay. I mean, you can't really lose a bear in the woods. Couldn't pick up his tracks. There's a joke about a bear doing a poo in the woods. Come on, someone just get it done. No? Great. Let's move on. I think it does a pope shit in the woods. <laughs> if he has to, I guess. Uh, Lila is, is skipping to Mother Mulvor's hut with the uh, basket in tow. Um, what would the, I, I leave the rest of the thing to you to decide what y'all are going to do. I would, while, while perhaps, um, Huddleford and Hunan are having their brief, uh, chat about Grizz, um, just turn to Peter and ask her what the heck that wolf thing was all about. Clearly they had an agenda that did not really surprise you what is happening i don't know apparently i've been sent here to kill someone named chervania before he kills me i don't know a chervania have you i mean huddleford mentioned beforehand having visions about the margrave etc have you been having visions that have brought you here or is this just bizarre coincidence i'm not sure yet I've never dreamt about in, the Margrave specifically. But you have had some sort of weird, not necessarily weird, but something that has given you a purpose, a mission, a goal. I have a goal, yes. Unrelated to those wolves, though. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm this not trying is... to be cagey. No, I don't know. No, I, I, I think I can see that, but you're going to have to explain that dancing because if we're doing this again and that dancing happens, I, I need, I need context, please. Humans, uh, other beasts, anything, anything weird. I, I don't understand what you were doing just there. It was really confusing. And thoroughly unhelpful. I love. He's not like I, he's not like angry. He's just like unhelpful. really confused. It was I very loved, confusing. I loved the dancing. I thought it was great. That's just how I do. That's what I do Ooh, when I am sorry. in danger. You got moves. But what what good does it what good does it do? It's very Should distracting not... if someone's in danger and they just start dancing, isn't it? Oh, it's like when it's like when well. I don't know that you've ever been in this situation before. However, if you are ever attacked 
it's the same idea of perhaps maybe you will pee on yourself to make them go away. Oh, yeah, I've done that. There you go. It's the same Wait, thing. Maybe they would go away if they thought I was crazy. Did you guys just go into the woods to dance? Uh, uh, Not quite. No, no. I, uh, I mean, it looks like pretty rough dancing. You guys look pretty roughed up. We um we there met some dancing. wolves we... and um. Logs. Everyone did a really nice job of trying to protect me, and I really appreciate that. Did you talk to them, Huddlefit? Nah, they weren't very friendly. And to be fair, Peta really didn't need protection. She was kicking butt and doing moves. And she was like, did this one? And then she did this one. And he's like imitating the different moves she did. I always wondered nice. what it looked like when I danced like that. I always thought it was more of a, like a twerk. Oh yeah, you did. You did. Uh, 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 you did that. Yeah, that was good. Nice, <laughs> nice. You can see why I was confused. Uh, Chuck gestures to them both. Just, just a little bit. Hey, maybe uh, we well, could... I got, I got some answers that I needed. Not all of them, but were, some. Were they the answers that you seek? <laughs> they weren't the droids I was looking for, unfortunately. <laughs> so how did you all come? He was looking for Eva. How did the three of you start working together? Do you have you known each other long? Ah, oh, at this point, I retail. I regale the tale of the first night we all sort of met and fought together when the uh, the town was overrun and we all had to fight to fight off the. Uh, Oh, what was the what was the creature's name? I can't remember. But uh, either way, it was a glorious battle. We all fought off a, a bunch. It was wolves, I think. Wolves attacked the town, uh, if I remember rightly. Or was it the Hollow Man? The wo- wolves no, first. Ho- wolves, the Hollow Man yeah, was later. Yeah, I yeah. bet if you had a PowerPoint, you could you would be positive. Ah, <laughs> uh, not a not a PowerPoint. This is I will I will make Star a quick performance check. I'll make a quick performance check and we'll, it'll be however, however glorious this tale is. So it's adequate. It's adequate. So Chirk, do you think we should go look for Grizz? I, I would love to go look for Grizz, but the amount of time it would take us to get back to the tree encampment that we burned down. I I'm on board with that plan, but I don't know how prudent that would be. Do you think Grizz would come back here? I, I, I feel like he would. Maybe just he, give him some more time. He, I mean, he he went. He was locked in combat, falling off and into the woods. He was. I I'm hesitant to say happy place, given that he was raging, but. Um, I'm sure he'll find his way back. I think he, he, he probably bested um, Drom. He hit him pretty hard off I, the top of the tower. I like. I like to think so. Uh, Did I? Hang. I'll ask Mother Mulville to look out for him. 
Yeah. Um, how um, out of character question? Yeah. No, I'll do it anyway. Okay. No, no, no. I'm le- I'm leaning into it. Um, talking with um, Huddleford as sort of the conversation was up. Um, Chirk will just go to kind of just the edge of the forest and just stand there for a minute and just sort of reaching out to the trees, vibing with them, feeling, just drawing on kind of the awareness of the forest as a whole um, and seeing if if they can sense Grizz within a, technically speaking, since I'm in favourite terrain, within a six-mile radius of me, whether I can get any sense of Grizz's presence. It won't reveal a location, but whether Grizz is within six miles of Lavoka. The woods return with nothing. You do not sense Grizz. You look down and Huddleford's standing next to you, staring out into space, and looks up at you and says, what are we looking at? Uh, <laughs> Chuck, Chuck laughs at that, um, kind of startled from the the odd sadness of having found what they expected to find and still being disappointed by it. Um, and says, I was feeling the forest to see if I could feel Grizz and I feel like a journey to try and find him would be a waste of our time at the moment. He'll come back. Okay. Huddleford walks off. Can I insight... Um, Chirk is sad. Yeah, I want to insight Chirk to see whether that answer was a polite way of uh, not answering the question. Okay. It's a 19. Ooh. Um, with a 19, I'd say you, you do understand what Chirk is going through, Chirk is trying, and how Chirk feels. I... I don't say anything, but I would walk up, put my hand on their shoulder, uh, it would be like, it'd be like that momentary pause where you don't, there's no words that you can say to adequately express the feeling, but it's it's just a shared moment and then, uh, he'll, he'll walk off. Um, just bef- as as that moment is happening, um, Chirk will uh, recognize what you're trying to do and just kind of sadly say the forest may have taken two of us and it's it's just the nature of the forest and it is the cycle and that is fine, but it still saddens me. And um, well, is there anything the party wishes to do for the rest of the day? I mean, you've got like maybe a few hours of de- I do, left. I do want to know how much in each sack of uh, each sack that I got for the honey, what was in each one? Um, in each sack, there were four of them, and each of them holds one hundred gold pieces. Cool. 
I give uh, one to uh, Huddleford, one to Chirk. I give one to, like, I give one to... As you give one to Huddleford, he hands his to Pedro. And it's, like, uh, kind of Pedro. assumes that like we're sh like just sharing out these bags of gold. He thinks he's helping. Yeah. Pedro <laughs> takes, takes the bag of gold and then opens the bag and then takes the gold out and then hands the gold pile to Huddleford and then just takes the bag. Mm, that's slightly less convenient, but okay. And then Huddleford just sticks that gold in with the other gold, I guess. It is a nice sack. It is very nice. I can put a lot of things in this. Mm -hmm. Gold's heavy. Oh, it God, is. Hunan <laughs> keeps giving me gold, and I'm just like, it's so heavy. Well, if you don't want it, I can have it. I've got two of them. God help me. Why don't you put it in a bank? Is there a bank here? What's a bank? Like uh, on a why river? Would you, uh, why a would river. you trust a bank? Could we donate it? If you don't need it, why don't you donate it? Wait, I like this put it in a river idea. You could put it in a bank in the... Well, I hadn't thought about putting no. it in a river. I don't think that would help. But you just no. said put it in a bank. A place no, where they hold a... money. In rivers. Hunan at this point is like... Aneurysm. <laughs> I, I think, got, is there a got, church you can donate it to? If you don't want it, maybe donate it and give it to someone who needs it. This place Huddleford, doesn't seem like they have much money. I don't think they do. Do they really need that much money, though? If they, if you don't think they need that much money, then why do you need that much money? It's shiny. One of them would be shiny. And I'm, I, I'm actually polishing like a gold coin you to know, brighten some, it up. You know, some people are so poor and destitute, all they have is gold. They don't have friends, I bet. Hmm. Hunan at this point is trying to, trying to weigh the importance of shiny objects and friendship. And it's, it's sort of like... Mm, mate, that's about a 50-50 proposition at this point. I mean, a, a really good shiny object. Huddleford oh. will put 50 gold in his pouch and take the other 50 gold to the church. Is there anybody at the church? Because the, the person that was there got killed, didn't they? Um, yeah, they a, did. Yeah, he really did. It, it was it was a very very metal moment, and Josh wishes someone out there would make an album cover like that. It'd be great. Has, um, yeah, there's, has there's anyone a taken of... over? And that's why you put your phone on silent while you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, people. Sorry. It was a very kicky tone. <laughs> yeah, this is a bit. Is that like and the priest died? <laughs> and the priest dead. Wow. 
Um, yes. Uh, look, you, you can see a young man in there who is, like, you know, sweeping up the floor. He's wearing the robes, like, that some of you would recognise as an acolyte. Um, and you can also tell he, he's fairly new to this area because you hadn't ever seen him before. Hello, I'm Hardlefoot. Oh, uh, hi. Hi. I, I, I'm, I'm Kaldor. How do you do? I do very well. Here is some gold for the church. Oh, oh thank you. What, My friend Payne well, told, me to do, told me to give it to you. Did, did you give him the whole hundred gold pieces? I gave him 50. Okay. He, he's still shocked. Like, that's more gold than this place usually sees in, like, a season or two. So, he, he's very, very taken aback. And, and you just see, like, his eyes grow huge. Like, my God, like, this is amazing. Uh, do me a favor. Plant a couple of trees. Uh, sure. Any any type of tree particularly you like? No, they're all good. Bye. Okay. Uh, yes, farewell, little friend. When Huddleford comes out of the church, I just kind of pat him on the head and I go, that was really nice. That was your idea. I guess it was. Hmm. I'm just remembering what, you know, and this will make it into the edit of one of the episodes about what Heath said about Huddleford having spikes and keeping people away from him. And I'm starting to see that's not true. Huddleford's a big old softy. He's beautiful. Excellent. Uh, do any of the rest of you have anything you wish to do? Um... No, Chuck. No, I've. No, Chuck. If if unless something happens, Chuck will just be in the village. A long rest would be uh, great. Soak, yeah, soak, soak, soaking up the sun. And um, basically, yeah. Peter just wants to. I. She wants to study. She wants to meditate, and maybe pray to Baba Yaga a bit, and just try to figure out what has happened today. <laughs> She hasn't had a day this exciting in a very long time. I Shunin, imagine so. Shunin will go to... Uh, sorry, I am awful with names. Who was the young girl who was accompanied by the party just a few moments ago in the Layla. fight? Lila. Or Lila. Lila, Lila. Lila. Same difference. Um, <laughs> goes, I see what you're doing, uh, Heath. Uh, d- d- uh, I I would like to Hunan will go up to her because uh, she's the only person here as far as I'm aware that's fey touched uh, as far as you're and, aware yes yeah and well. he, he would he would ask her um, hey Leila I just want to know uh, do you know where the fey are located if there are any fey in the Marguerite Oh, well, of course there are. They're everywhere in the Margrave. That's why we leave out a saucer of milk, and that, that's why we we, 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 we we carry a horseshoe. And, and that's is why... Like a, is, it, is it like a town? Or a village? Or a place where they congregate? The Fae don't live in villages. You're funny. 
What about what about the court? That was a story my mum used to tell me years ago. I'm bigger now. I don't believe in the Fay Court. Mm. <sighs> oh, would, there's a cat. It, it would just make a a bit of a squawk in frustration. Like, ah! And then sort of go, ah, fine. As you walk and away, then, uh, Lila calls back away. at you. And as you turn, she just looks like nothing's happened. She, <laughs> she, she doesn't like it's a game you're playing. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Doing the I will watch you fingers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, see, I see what you're doing. Um, but there's a bit of a hint of a smile. Uh, with that, uh, and then uh, basically he will just the only other p place that he would then go would be back to uh, the other guy we rescued, uh, the one with that had the map, and see if he had any potential locations on his map that uh, might be of pertinent interest. Okay. Um, Vanya I'll from Zubek. Show you this map if I from can. Zubek. Yeah, Zubek. And I, I would, I would handily provide him a couple of gold pieces if it would grease the wheels a little bit. Well, he's not going to let you have the map. No. But he, he's happily, like, he's happy to, you know, point things out and say, yes, well, uh, this is Lavorka, yes, or. We will be about here in Eastern Margrave. Where? Sorry, it's not pinging. Uh, all the way over to the right and about two thirds of the way down. Uh, ping again. I've zoomed out. Oh, oh, okay. And where does he live? Well, I am living all the way over here. All the way over to the left, and maybe about halfway up, in a place called Zoybek. Zoybek. That is quite the journey. Yes, it really was. Okay. It's a lovely map. Yes, my cousin had it made, and he'll be so upset when he discovers that I that he does not have it. <laughs> is that a picture of your cousin there on the compass? <laughs> yeah, he's going to be so mad. He but kinda... when I come back, he'll be so happy, he won't even care. So you said you've traveled a lot. That's my cousin Margaret. Nico. Nico. I call him up. I say, Nico, it's your cousin. Because he's your cousin. <laughs> yes. Cousin, it's my cousin. Good joke. We go and get burger. I... I start tapping on the mat to get his attention a little bit. Uh, and I go, since you've traveled a lot through the Margrave, do you know any... any? I've traveled once through Margrave. I might not ever do this again, my friend. It's way too exciting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
do I do I note any locations on the map that may be of uh, fey related interest? Huddleford points at saying and says, "What's I'm this?" I'm going to say no because you don't know what you're looking for. No, not at all. Huddleford says, "What's this?" Um, would oh that this? Uh, give me a sec. Thank you for pinging it. Oh, that is other village. Ah, what's this? Yeah, that is salt springs. What's this? <laughs> that is enough questions. Mm. Mm. I like your I map. Can... Yes, thank you. He rolls it, it up and like slides it map. into a little case and then puts it on the inside of his jacket, folds his jacket, does like a little sash over it, implying that, yes, I take this map very seriously and I would not want anyone to steal it and I would be very upset if they tried, Hunan. That's enough map for today. Now, to, to be frankly honest, Hunan was pondering the prospect of, yes, of I liberating know. the map. <laughs> uh, You're perhaps prognosticate on pilfering my parchment? No... No. His unimpressed no such... ability. Oh. Ouch. Thank you, Heath. Okay. Um, night falls, and you are all able to yeah. find somewhere to sleep. Like it's it's a it's a nice night actually. And awesome. Yeah. As you all sleep, Peter, you dream. You dream, and in your dream, you are walking into the Margrave. And each step you feel is right, and it's leading you onto a path. And you know that all you need do is walk into the Margrave, and she'll take you into her heart. And as you do, you hear the howling of wolves. But this time it doesn't frighten you. This time it makes you very angry. Do I wake up and you, you can still feel angry? Dream. Is there anything in the dream you would like to do? I want to walk into the woods. I want to walk towards the sound of the wolves. Excellent. As you walk further and further into the, um, anyway. excellent. As you walk further and further into the, uh, into the woods, you see a small tavern. It looks like kind of like a coach side inn. And it feels welcoming here. It feels right. And as you do, what, what do you do now? Sorry, I should say. I'm going to walk in the tavern. Excellent. As you walk into the tavern, you see a small old woman, wrinkled and tiny, and just like all just like wrapped in old rags and clothes. She looks at you. Smiles. See you soon, dearie. But not right now. 
and she reaches out and just waves her hand and then you wake up. I'm very sad when I wake up because I think that was Baba Yaga. I feel a sense of emptiness, I think, having woken up from that. Excellent. And uh, we are going to leave it there for the evening for a few reasons. First of all, it's about 20 to midnight. And we've all got a lot to do because tomorrow's Monday. Um, I do want to say thank you to for you four for joining me and, and making the start of my week much better than it could have been if we didn't do this. Um, and we shall do a quick round of socials. Heath, where can people find you? You can follow me at Hardiford on Twitter. Excellent. Tina? You can find me at HeyYouWithTheFace on Twitter and also HeyYouWithTheFace on Instagram. Excellent. Anthony? Uh, you can find me at Tails underscore DM at Twitter. Lovely. And um, Dan? Uh, I am uh, at ScaryDan on Twitter and Scary.Dan on Instagram. Excellent. And I, of course, am Nerdy People D&D. Uh, please check out all the stuff we do. It's really good, especially everything. All of it's great. Especially everything. All of Especially it. Everything. All of it's good. All of the everythings. Yep. All of the everythings. Everyone, have a lovely couple of weeks or week or night or whatever. Bye. Thanks, Zuki DM. Have a lovely indeterminate period of time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all, all the time may it be good. Time will In, pass. Yes. Bye. If we could turn back time. Bye. That share would be great. Town. Share, share, like, and subscribe. <laughs> yes. Share, like, and subscribe. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here until Josh kills my character. I call the notification bells. <laughs> oh. <laughs>